What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. On today's episode, I want to talk about Nikola Vucevic, his season so far, how it's not as bad as some people make it out to seem. This is, again, not to excuse his slump, but I do really want to put some things in in perspective, especially um, comparing him to one of the players that a lot of Bulls fans are calling him to be traded for. So we'll talk about that and previewing tomorrow's game coming up against the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll do all that, probably some more, right after this. All right, Bulls fans. So on today's episode, like I said, we'll be talking about Vucevic. We'll be talking about the game against the Lakers. We'll also be going over two voicemails that we got that, that go that go over some news that happened in the NBA. So this may be a longer, a bit of a longer episode than usual. So we're going to start off with Nikola Vucevic. And the reason why I wanted to say this is, like I said, I wanted to put some things in perspective. And a lot of the Bulls fans are calling or saying that we should be interested in Miles Turner, even if that means trading a Patrick Williams or Nikola Vucevic. So I wanted to do some research to really compare the two players. And again, stats aren't everything. I do acknowledge that. But I really want to put some, like I said, put, just put some things in perspective. So the player that I'm going to be using to compare right now is Miles um, Turner and Nikola Vucevic. So the thing that I want to point out about Nikola Vucevic, key, and one, this is one of the first things that I want to point out. A lot of play, people are talk, talking about Nikola Vucevic's defense, right? So these two players, Miles Turner and Nikola Vucevic, are very close in defensive rating. Now, we know stats aren't everything. That's why I like do like to use advanced stats because I think they put a little bit more in perspective as far as the tangible number, but it's not everything. But out of the defensive rating, Nikola Vucevic has a 103.8 defensive rating, whereas Miles Turner has a 104 defensive rating. Only a, a 0.2 difference between those two when it comes to um, to their defensive rating. So for everyone who thinks that Miles Turner is a is a way better defensive player than Nikola Vucevic, the stats don't back that up. Like, yes, he's a better one-on-one, but as far as what we use... Now, the key thing that, that's a difference maker in, in individual stats with Miles Turner and Nikola Vucevic is Vuce is averaging one block per game, whereas Miles Turner is averaging 2.9 points per game. But in every other category... Uh, uh, Nikola Vucevic is averaging 15.2 points per game and 10.5 rebounds per game, 3.6 assist point game, and one steal per game, all higher than Miles Turner. Last year, Nikola Vucevic averaged, had a, a 110 defensive rating that was fifth among all centers in the NBA. So again, when we're talking about, and I know seeing it, and, and I know the Bulls have an issue down low and in the middle in general. But I do want, I wanted to put this in perspective and talk about this specifically, mainly because I think what we're seeing with the Bulls and big man defense isn't just on Nikola Vucevic. It's the fact that we don't have a four next to him. And for people who are saying trade Patrick Williams and a Nikola Vucevic for Miles Turner, net wise, you're losing there. We know that Patrick Williams is out this season. We'll, we'll see if he comes back this season in the playoffs, what a longer stretch of Patrick Williams and Nikola Vucevic means. We may see that next season. But I really do think for anyone who's calling for the Bulls to trade Vooch for Miles Turner, and God forbid both both Vooch and Patrick Williams for Miles Turner, don't really see that that net impact that we're losing is going to be much less than anything else that we're getting now. One thing that I will point out as far as a positive in Miles Turner, because I want to be fair in the way that I, that I, um, that I, I analyze here, is that Miles Turner does have a higher field goal percentage. He av- he actually has a higher three-point percentage as well, and he's taking more three-point attempts than Vucevic a game. So again, uh, you know, with the offense, but like I said, Vuce is averaging three, almost three points more a game than what Miles Turner is, even on a slump year for Nikola Vucevic. 
So I really wanted to, like I said, put that put that somewhat in perspective. Um, because I know a lot of Bulls fans can be knee jerk, and I'm not saying that we should not acknowledge the fact that Vooch is in a slump and that Vooch is having an overall negative and bad year. But to talk about to 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 well, let me not say negative year. He's having a down year for him. But I think putting those stats, I would hope putting those stats in perspective adds a little bit more. Like you can still absolutely critique Nikola Vucevic. And I'm not saying that I don't understand people saying that they want to see Nikola traded for other players if he keeps playing like this. I understand all of that. But especially I wanted to to use the Miles Turner comparison because that's someone that you hear a lot of Bulls fans mention. And he's even higher than a lot of those stats in than Sabonis as far as defensively. So again, again, that's just more information to put out there. I want to know how you guys feel about it. Did hearing those stats put anything else in perspective? Like I said, especially for me, for the fans that are calling for not only Vooch to be traded, but Patrick Williams. And I think, you know, I understand people are down on Patrick and his, his aggressiveness and everything, but I really wanted to talk about that. So let's get into the voicemails after that. Like, well, let me, like I said, let me know down below what you think about the stats and hearing the defensive rating and everything else that I mentioned and threw out there to you guys. Um, like I said, wanted to make sure that I evenly also talk about Miles Turner's positives over Vooch, which is his shooting percentage. He's doing, a, he's shooting way better percentages, but he's still getting um, less points. And well, and his usage rate is much lower than Vucevic's as well. So let me point that out as well. Let me be fair in that and point that as well out as well. But let's get into our voicemails for today. So our for, first voicemail up is about Daniel House, who recently just got cut. So we'll do this. We'll talk about this right here. Hey, hey. Hey, I don't know if you be checking your DMs, but I just sent you something. Daniel House is now a free agent. I think we should go get him. The answer to our power forward problems, a 3 and D guy who can rebound. Now, he's not all that tall, but he's about 6'8", and I think we could use him right about now. We might have to waive Matt Thomas, which shouldn't be a big deal. All right, so that was that voicemail. And so, all right. So the idea that Daniel House is cut, and I knew once he was cut, there were going to be a lot of Bulls fans that call for him. Daniel House doesn't really offer much in rebounding. I really don't think that Daniel House offers us much more if you, other than if you're just looking at size or height than Javante Green. I think they are very similar players in what they can give you. I know he killed us one game, and Bulls fans know what that feels like. But again, I really don't think if you look at the stats that that Daniel House is really the answer for us of what we needed the four. Now we he probably can get for cheap, especially since he was he was waived and bought out. But I don't know if he really is the answer. I, like I said, I, I love him as a player, right? I do under, I, I love his hustle. I do. If we didn't have Javante Green, I would absolutely be down for Daniel House. But I really do think that they're similar players. I think if the Bulls get a more traditional four and and Javante Green moves to the bench, they're going to give you similar things that I think in that way. But if, if it all ends up that the Bulls don't get another power forward or there's not another one available and they end up going after House, I'm not necessarily against that. But Daniel House really, like I said, he doesn't give you much, I think, of what we're looking for. When you look at the shot blocking, he doesn't average very much much blocks. He doesn't rebound very efficiently. Now, he wasn't getting a super huge amount of minutes either. But when you when you look at a 6'7 player, he's not really giving you much size either over Javante Green. I really don't personally, I don't see it as a much of an increase as what we can get in the well, what we potentially can get through other buyout markets, especially when you hear about that young be wanting to go to a contender and everything like that. I would hold off on the Daniel House thing, but I understand the interest there from from Bulls fans. I definitely wanted to point that out. Let's get into our next voicemail. Hey yo, hey is man. Hey, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but bro, the Westbrook is back tonight. 
and something smells fishy at the he was just on COVID protocol just two days ago. Now, look, I know you could get out of it pretty soon if you're not testing positive. But Jesus Christ, they already made up a report that said he was positive for COVID. And now he's playing tonight versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but something doesn't seem right to me. Peace. All right. And, I, and this is one that I definitely understand a lot as well. Because it does seem like some, it seems like LeBron has something that he can get his guys out of him and his guys out of the COVID protocol quicker than people. Like one day, one day we would love to have that with the, with the Bulls. Now, again, I'm a conspiracy theorist as well. I understand the conspiracy theories on this one and everything like that. Um, is something happening there? I think I, I can say we probably, it, it probably is more there than what we're realizing. Um, but overall, you know, he tested out. Uh, we would hope that the Bulls players, you know, I was hoping that DeMar or, or Levine would be able to test out and come back early as well. That didn't happen. We also had the postponement and we'll see what happens with that. But overall, you know, it it, it, it does feel like there's something there, right? It feels like and it, and it sucks. It, it sucks when other teams are giving advantages when, when you feel like other teams are giving advantages over what your team's getting, especially considering everything that the Bulls went through. Um, recently with COVID protocol and having games postponed and everything like that. At the end of the day, we'll never know the truth. Um, you can only look and review it as best as you can. And like I said, there's definitely enough to be questionable with there. But that brings us into our last topic for this episode, and that is previewing the game tomorrow coming up against the Lakers. I had been looking out. Maybe this game was going to get postponed or something like that. Doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Now watch after I drop this episode a couple of hours later, it may get announced that it is. But with, with them having IT now, uh, they're going to be scoring definitely heavily off the bench. Uh, we know that the Bulls have beat the Lakers before, but this is going to be a game where the Bulls are going to have to be locked in, especially considering we're down. We're going to be down Zach Levine. He's not going to be back for this game unless something miraculous changes in the next 24 hours. We're not going to have Zach Levine available. This is going to be a game that is going to be we're going to need our defense to be locked in. We're going to need to shoot effectively and efficiently and run our offense very effectively. Um, this is not by any means going to be an easy game. Uh, it looked like it may shape, shape up to be like that when they were having their COVID outbreak and stuff, but now with Westbrook bringing back, and, and we get it, the Lakers, they lost a big game last night, um, but the, the Lakers are playing 500 basketball. But that, with that being said, when you and well, we don't know what's going on with AD, at least of this recording. I don't know what's going on with AD, so they may be down AD, but LeBron seems to, you know, you, know, you want to be on the lookout for that. Uh, the Bulls can absolutely win this game without Zach Levine. I'm not saying that this the hopes are lost or anything. No, the Bulls can absolutely win this game. It depends on how how well they come back, how sharp they are after a, a long break, and having players that weren't even able to practice as a team and everything like that. All those things, considering uh, out, outside of just the basketball aspect, are going to play a part in this game. If, if Billy Donovan and the Bulls have the, have had their team practice and they get get back going and they and they gel very well early on. We can, we can, we're definitely going to be in this game and we can definitely win this game. If we see any type of rust, if we see any type of sloppy basketball play just because the team hasn't been able to practice and stuff like that, this game can get very ugly very quick. But let me know what you think down below about Daniel House, because I didn't ask about that. If you, What do you think about Daniel House and the Bulls potentially his interest there? What do you think about the conspiracy with Russell Westbrook coming back so, so quick after going into NBA health and safety protocol? And then what do you think about the Lakers game coming up this Sunday? How much do you think the Bulls win by? Let me know what you think about all this 
down below and more. Make sure you're also sending any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And for anyone who wants to leave a text or a voicemail, the number for that is 773-270-2799. Like I like to end every video on, go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Media. Media.